ready? Let's kick it off. Committed to the G right now. And now, here's your host, the one, the only, Murph Baldwin. Yo, what's up, people? Your boy, Murph Baldwin, a.k.a. The Underground King, is back. And man, I'm so happy to be back up at the Committed to the G Studios. Make sure you support quality content by getting over to patreon.com slash committed to the G. So you can pledge your tier reward so you can hang with your boy on this journey. Get some content done together. Hop on the show with your boy. You can see all those great film studies that I release to my dogs. But man, it's been a great seven days for the University of Georgia. Uh, first, obviously, starting off with the what I still want to call 93K Day. I just think that's the greatest name ever. Reminds me of some radio station joint or something like that. Man, some of the things that we saw, I know some of you guys saw the Justin Fields breakdown that I did. I knew you guys would want a Justin Fields breakdown, so I made sure I hopped on that ASAP. I had that bad boy out. I think that midnight. I was working hard for you guys out there, man, because I'm the underground king. You know? But, man, it was all kinds of things that I liked in this bad boy. But, man, and um, culminating here with the draft, which I wanted to wait to try to get some of these dogs that shine. Um, draft is wrapping up right now, the first round. Uh, and I thought it would be a couple of dogs drafted in the first round, so I wanted to give those guys their their shine. And um, congratulations to those guys. So I'll get to that here in a second. But, man, back to the 93K day, a.k.a. G day, or BKA G day. Man, I definitely am so excited for what's to come for those dogs, man. I'm telling you, man, there's definitely a natty in the dog's future here in the next few years. Uh, you can't get any better, man. Everybody wants to talk about the QBs. You know me, man. I love to talk about the trenches, man. I just can't wait to talk about the trenches. But everybody's always hitting me up, like always. Like, Murph, is Justin Fields going to get a chance to play? My answer to that is, I don't care. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? If he does, he does. Let's do it. You know what I'm saying? Because he looked fantastic going against, obviously, the twos. And everybody's wanting me to point that out. In, in the video like I'm an invalid or something like that. I know he was going against the two. Same thing that happened with Jake Fromm last year. And you saw the video breakdown that I did on that bad boy. So get over to the Top Billing Sports or Top Billing Entertainment YouTube channel. You can check out that breakdown I did on Fromm after G-Day. And it was the same thing. I said <laughs> I said that my man Jacob Eason, he didn't have it like that. I was not a big uh, a fan of Jacob Eason at all. I, I thought that he was, you know what I'm saying, at least it was just a freshman, so I'll give him that. But I just some of the things that I just didn't really like from him. Um, to me, his pocket awareness, his his, his actual vision, and everything like that as well. I, I just thought that it would be tough for him, in my opinion, to be better than a Jake Fromm. Now, can Justin Fields be better than a Jake Fromm? I don't know, man. I'm, you talking about a guy who went? Well, we'll put it this way. I, I do know. Obviously, he has more tools in the tool bag. So by that stand, standpoint, yes, he can be better than Jake Fromm. But to me, that doesn't really matter. It matters about being a, a great quarterback. And I think Jake Fromm has the tools to be a great quarterback. Push the ball past the numbers. Uh, people talk about arm strength. I say it all the time, man. I got to make me a Jake Fromm uh, film breakdown from the season. 
uh, here pretty soon, man, so I can show you how this guy's can, how he can push it past the numbers and make all these NFL throws. He has more than enough arm strength, more than enough arm strength. So, so don't don't give me that. He's not a superior athlete, but he's he has great pocket mobility and he can scramble if necessary. You can even run some of your designer run concepts with him as well. Uh, so people are, are killing me with that. He's accurate. He's everything that you want in QB. Now, did he have a bad spring game? He had an up and down spring game, you know, it's just like saying Jacob Eason had a bad spring game last year. He had some moments as well. So he had kind of an up and down spring game as well. So it was just like deja vu. What about them cats when they say deja vu all over again? It's like redundant. <laughs> so I don't know what to tell you. You can only analyze what you see there. And what I saw was my man Justin Fields dicing him up. Um, you talk about a guy who's unflappable with, with bodies around him. He's going to hang in there and throw the ball um, with, with great accuracy. Um, you talk about a guy with some really good mechanics. Um, just look at the video, man. I talked about his hip rotation. I talked about his stride length. Um, I, t I talked about the spacing. He has proper spacing. I need to know who his QB coach was. Um, dang, I don't think he worked with my man Tony Ballard. At least I don't believe. But, um. But this is a guy I saw in person quite a few times. I even saw him at the Cam Newton 707 John. Got a chance to be up close and film him there. It was just he's just one of those I don't like to call anybody a can't miss prospect, but you would have to think at the very least he'd be serviceable for some of the things that he can do. So I don't know. But to me, he still has to beat out Stetson Bennett. <laughs> Just playing. But Stetson Bennett looked good, man. He needs to transfer somewhere and play some ball, man. I like it. Uh, a little dude like that, man. I need to look him up see how how um, small he is because, man, he was looking extra tiny out there. But uh, he was he was slanging the ball as, as well, too. Six foot, 172. So uh, I can dig it. Extremely small. Got that number 22 on, man. Was running around, tossing the pill. Uh, dope. I think my man Joe G compared him to. No, nah, I don't think it was Joe G. Might have been my man Five O Dog. One of them. One of my boys. My my G. My my dog boys compared him to uh, Baker Mayfield. But I was thinking uh, you may want to stay off the weed, but you just never know, huh? So um yeah. So man, J Justin Fields, man. You, you some of the concepts. The, the thing about Fields to me is. Let's not put him in a box. Everybody wants to, oh, we, we need a QB who can run and do all this. Name some running QBs who've actually won anything. Waiting. You know, we we're talking about Cam Newton. Cam Newton, to me, is not necessarily he can run, but we, we see, you know what I'm saying, he, he had to deliver, deliver the ball. Like, people want a running QB. You should want a mobile QB, uh, but who can get the ball to your vastly superior athletes that you have. And Georgia has a ton of them. Let's start spreading that rock around. But I, I definitely get what people see when they when they like some of these uh, guys who can who can take off and take flight. He can definitely do that. But the thing about him is, I think he's just uh, just a natural passer. He has a natural feel for quarterback. So uh, I love it. The sh his quick game awareness was off the chain. He was placing the ball. I talked about his product placement in the film in the film breakdown. And his product placement is just exactly where you want it to be, man. He'll put the ball in the numbers, put the ball towards your face mask where you can see it and get upfield. Uh, yards after the catch with him is going to be off, off the chain. But that's the same thing that we say about Jake Fromm. So, like I said before, 
Uh, it's rich people problems at the quarterback position for Georgia, and it's going to be tough. I don't have a dog in a fight, so whoever it is, I'm I'm good with. I, I'm Team Jake Fromm. And I'm Team Justin Fields as well. So they all play for the dog, so I'll, I'll be rooting for whomever is under center or in, in the shotgun. I would like to see more under center, though. You know how I get down. Um, but uh, some other guys who stood out to me, obviously, hmm. Uh, man, it was a, it was a whole whole gang of cats who who really stood out to me. It, it's funny, like every G day, your man Jeremiah Holloman shows up and shows out on the second team. I wonder if it's time to let let him do his thing. You know, might be time to unleash that cat. We know about his athleticism, his jumping ability. I always thought his hands was a little shaky. I think he actually may have had a drop in the in the in the, in the G day game, but. Uh, he's just too much of a freak, man. Unleash that cat. I saw my guy Trey Blunt out there. He was doing his thing. I mean, you know who stood out to me, man? Prater Hudson. Every G day, he he plays well, well too. I would like to see him get a shot during the regular season to get some carries for real. Um, I know there's always a stigma about you know what I mean white people running the ball and stuff like that, but I don't have that type of problem in my lifestyle. I've been around all kinds of athletes, and um, he he needs to run the ball, so. He he looks good out there to me. I really like the way he looks every time I see him run the ball. And speaking of running the ball, Elijah Holyfield and Brian Harrigan, man, ah man, <laughs> George is extremely deep, extremely deep in the backfield. Man, you have to wonder if when 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 the young cats come on, come on, Cook, and of course, my man. Zeus White, Zemir White, I'm calling him Zemir White, I'm sorry. And, of course, DeAndre Swift, when he's healthy and he's out there doing his thing, is there enough to go around? We've seen in Alabama. To me, it's almost a, a good thing when um some of these guys have to leave the program. It just shows you how good that you're doing. Because if you look at it, uh, you know what I'm saying, the team that I cover prim- primarily, Alabama, think about the guys who have left there, you know, because they've, had a log jam at the running back position. I mean, there's only so many carries to go around when you still have to throw the ball to cats like Charlie Werner, uh, Isaac Nada, Jackson Harris, who I thought was a senior last year. Man, Jackson Harris is 29 years old. He was all up in G-Day. I was like, is that Jackson Harris giving up sacks to Keon Brown? Like, Come on, Jackson. And um, and, and guys like that, Trey Blunt, Jeremiah Holloman, um, Jason Stanley, another G-Day wonder. And, um, Tommy Bush and all these guys that'll be coming. So there's only so many, so many carries to go around. You wonder if one of those guys will get the itchy trigger finger to go ahead and, and bounce. You know, I look about Alabama like BJ Emmons, five star cat that left. Um, Alvin Kamara ended up leaving. You know, he's a superstar in the NFL. Al T. Tim Penny, all these cats ended up leaving. Uh, the capstone over there in Alabama. So. You just never know. I wonder if one of these guys, because, man, if you're you're that good of a running back like these guys are, I think Harrigan could start at a, a myriad of programs, at least be a high rotational player. Imagine if he was at, like, a school at LSU right now that, that needs um, a tailback, name brand tailback, or Ole Miss and, and some of these schools we see throughout the conference. Uh, same thing with Elijah Holyfield. He could definitely be someone's bell cow. I, I love the way he runs the ball. He's extremely physical. Uh, he, he needs to get some shine as well. So you just wonder if these guys – would get a chance to wait to to bide their time, to bide their time, and then 
and and then the young guys can come behind them. Or you wonder if those guys are just pass up over the older guys. So that's never a good thing. But both those guys have multiple seasons to still be on campus. So you just never know how it goes. I wonder if they get enough carries next year to where they can make a name for themselves to go to the NFL. But I would like to see them get the carries this year. And then the young guys kind of wait. You don't have to have those guys when you have a DeAndre Swift there. And Elijah Holyfield and Herring, if that was your trio, you'd be you'd be good. You'd be in the upper echelon of running backs to me. Brian Herring looks damn good. Very versatile. Um, explosive. He, he, I'm not sure about his long speed. Well, he has some 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 long joints, long jaunts before. But I know that his his zero to sixty is nasty. You know what I mean? His 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 acceleration is extremely nasty. He catches the ball, he can make you miss. First first guy always misses, um, in my opinion. So that's that's pretty cool. Um, flipping over, well, going into the trenches. I uh, I thought that the offensive line looked pretty good, but then again, you're going against Georgia's offensive line. So <laughs> it's hard to judge that because I think Georgia's about to punish a lot of people up front. You know, you're going to have to try to block DeAndre Walker. Good luck. Nice to see Britton Cox out there. But, man, Tyler Clark and Jonathan Ledbetter, those guys, Julian Rochester, it's just a, a, a bevy of, to me, potential early-round draft picks since we're in the draft stage right now. Uh, I really like that, man. Robert Bill out there working with the the, the first team, I believe. That, that's cool. You know what I mean? Juwan Taylor out there at an off-the-ball linebacker spot. Um, I got to see more from the linebackers, though. That's something that didn't flash to me during during G-Day, especially with a cat like Roquan going and Natrez Patrick out there. He looking like he picked up some weight or something. He ain't looked the same to me. So maybe he got to knock some of the rust off. But uh, Nate McBride being out there, Jawan Taylor and these guys, I, I just didn't see them pop off the screen. But maybe it's just hard to pop off the screen going against that offense. I don't know, man. It's just going to be tough to really gauge, to me, sometimes some of this stuff. Malik Herring out there. It's just so much talent, man. It's it's going to be so fun, man, being a being a being um, a, a dog a dog watcher and seeing what's going on there. But you got to like what you saw there on the offensive line, too. Just the look of having Isaiah Wilson on the right side. He just looks so much bigger than everybody, um, except Big Ben, of course. And that's that's going to be <laughs> – people don't people don't want to believe it, but I'm saying you got to put the dogs at the upper echelon. It's not going to be a, a one-year thing, you know. Clemson's still going to be around. They're not going anywhere. Ohio State's not going anywhere. Oklahoma, all these teams, they're not going anywhere. So just to see the dogs mentioned amongst those teams, Alabama, of course, uh, see them USC, watch out for the Trojans this year. Just to see those guys being mentioned there and, and all these guys having to get into the playoffs or, or, or in the late stages, the SEC championship games and stuff like that, you can't tell me that's not going to be some of the funnest football coming up for the next however many years. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, I want to know what you guys thought about my man Richard LeCount. Richard LeCount is somebody I'm extremely excited for, and I want to see that, one, I want to see his size and his frame, see if he's adding weight. Uh, check that off. He looks a lot bigger than when I saw him in person when he was in high school. Obviously, you're going to when you're going through that strength and conditioning program that the dogs have. And then I want to see his range. I see if he could work as a single high safety and allow J.R. Reed to kind of roam the box. J.R. Reed is one of the better tackling Safeties that you you'll see in the game. J.R. Reed is that is that dude. He needs some more publicity, and I think I'm going to, definitely going to give him some 
definitely get on a film study about him. Show him how he's a he's a box a box patroller. Uh, he eat out the box something serious. <laughs> Cats that might be over some people's head, but like he 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 can get it done there. So I want to see if Richard Count had some range and he made he broke up some pa- passes. He did. He broke up some passes out in space. Uh, you can definitely play him in a deep third. Uh, he can obviously they both could play in a, in a cover two type shell and, and be good like that. But I definitely have to see that versatility of him being able to roam and play at a single high safety. And I think he can do it. I really do think he can do it. I think he's going to have a, a pretty big year alongside J.R. Reed. And I can't wait till my man Otis Reese gets in town to see what's going on with there. You know, I want to see some big nickel out there. That'll be the perfect type of lineup to have big nickel and have a, a, a box safety like a J.R. Reed and another guy who could roam kind of kind of midfield with it, Otis Reese, and then have Richard Count. Richard LeCount can do that. But Richard LeCount is a physical guy too, man. He can tackle and come up and hit. So just having those type of versatile players out there is a very New England Patriot-esque. You know what I mean? So, boom, the draft just ra- wrapping up and another dog going out. So three dogs in the first round. I'm feeling it. I like it. I like it a lot for sure. But, yeah, so Richard LeCount. Uh, it was good to see Kyrus Jackson out there, man. Kyrus Jackson, somebody I saw play in high school as well, been around him. I think he's going to have a, a nice role like, carved out for him right away as a return specialist. But we'll see when he gets into um and gets into the regular formation how he's able to to play there alongside like a Tyler Simmons. What's up with your man Akil Crumpton? Where he come from, man? Where they do that at? Old boy was old boy had some wheels on him. He was getting it in, man. He's like thirty years old, so. Hopefully he's able to to make an impact. Uh, everybody wants to be compared to Isaiah McKenzie. He has some wheels like Isaiah McKenzie out there catching passes. But man, I'm gonna have more on G Day coming up. So, you know, I'm gonna be on that bad boy for the next however many months. Break it down a whole bunch of different ways. So I'll be getting into more scheme stuff here coming up soon. So that's gonna be cool. So check that out on the Patreon.com/slash Committed to the G, so you can be a part of that. But man, let me go ahead and wrap up now uh, with the three selections that were made in the first round. Obviously, starting off with Roquan Smith going to Chicago. I really like it, man. He's going to get to play with Leonard Floyd, get to play in, in a scheme where they like faster linebackers. Like I think about a um, Danny Trevathan that was there. Roquan could be that guy, but he's going to be a weak side, inside linebacker in the Bears 3-4 based alignment. Uh, playing right next to my man, Danny Trevathan. That's going to be a speedy duo for you there. Man, I think about Danny Trevathan as a weak side inside linebacker as well. So I wonder who who will actually play that position there. Because to me, if you keep Roquan covered up, he's able to roam free. He's going to rack up 150 tackles. Uh, he's just that type of a player, man. I saw where he compared himself to Patrick Willis. And, man, I really like that comparison. That That, that is the absolute truth. I, I, I totally forgot about P. Willie. He was one of my favorite players coming up. Uh, man, I remember playing at the same time when P. Willie was playing and, and trying to put a lot of stuff in from his game into my game and stuff like that. So uh, P. Willie was the man. I, I really like that comparison there. But the thing about Roquan is I like that Georgia's developing some of these what I call icon players. You know, if you think around the league, some of the I judge it by when I talk to some of these kids in high school and who they mention. You know, a lot of these kids mention. A Roquan Smith, you know, same thing with 
like a Reuben Foster. He was one of the guys that caught everyone's attention as well from Alabama. Players like Julio Jones, icon-type player, Odell Beckham, Patrick Peterson, just these guys, these name namesake guys, the name brand guys that everybody hang their hat on and they want to be like. I think Georgia has one in Ty Gurley. All the backs talk about Ty Gurley. Um, I thought for at one particular point in time, Nick Chubb would be that, but Sony Michelle could eventually end up being that. Alvin Kamara is going to end up being that for, for Tennessee, making a name for himself. But you got to have those iconic type players, and Roquan Smith is going to be that. So you're going to see a lot of these kids wanting to go to Georgia because they're going to want to be like Roquan. So that that's dope. That's dope right there. Ro, Roquan, uh, Chicago. Then the next two players going to the same team, man, Isaiah Wynn. Can you imagine this kid three or four years ago thinking that he was going to be a first-round draft pick of the New England Patriots of all teams? Um, that's going to be nasty. So a couple of dogs along the offensive line for the New England Bulldogs out there playing with Boss Andrews. Isaiah Wynn and Boss Andrews on the same team along with Sony Michelle. Sony Michelle playing with it. That's a perfect, perfect pickup. I think for a guy like Deion Lewis, who I thought could do a lot of things, but man, you can give Deion Lewis the, the rock a lot of times. They're gonna be able to use Sony Michelle more than they think they can use him. I know that everybody wants to compare him to Kamara and all this, but like I've said before, he can tote the he can tote it between the tackles. He can run power elements with this guy. He's a big dude. If you ever been next to Sony Michelle, he's big. He's 220 pounds easily, 5'10", 5'11", 220 pounds. He's your normal size back, your prototypical back in this day and age. Him playing in New England for a lot of the things that he can do, we know he can catch the ball and all that, but uh, just him playing in, in their, their base, the base portion of their offense, he's going to be able to do that as well. So they needed that. Um, I believe they got – man, they got him. They're going to pair him with Jeremy Hill, played at LSU, one of my favorite players at LSU, uh, another big old boy. Uh, he's a little bit bigger. He may be like six foot, six foot one, two hundred and thirty pounds or something like that. So that's gonna be a nice duo for New England. They're gonna keep balling. They got dogs along the offensive line, got Roquan out there. So I might come back with a little bit of a draft wrap up this weekend just to see where all the rest of the dogs go, man, and see where uh Sony and I'm sorry, where Nick Chubb and um and some of the other guys go, Javon Wims and, and players like that. So it should be pretty good, man. But everything's looking up for the dogs, man. Uh, it, it's just going to be fun. Like I said before, spring spring game was fun. The draft is going to be fun. You're building those iconic players. You're recruiting. I know you lost Jaleel LeGuins, however you say his name. I believe Pat Allen. We expect more guys to go. I know my man Joe G, man, he and I were discussing some of the players that may go. I'll get Joe G on here soon to talk about that. Get my man 5-0 Dog on here as well. Um, I get a lot of the guys out there, man. So thank you for your support out there. Um, some to a lot of the Patreons out there, and some of the guys that I converse with, um, on a on a weekly basis, talking about the dogs too. So the the key word for this show is fun. So it's gonna be fun, right? All right. So I'm gonna go ahead and get up out of here, man, so I can get to bed, and I cannot wait for the second round of the draft to see uh, where the rest of these dogs go. So once again, get on to Patreon.com/slash Committed to the G. Vote this bad boy or leave a rating, vote or whatever you have to do on Apple Podcasts or iTunes or whatever they're calling it. Uh, leave five star ratings and tell everybody committed to the G's where it's at. I can't get on you enough. At the very least, man, if you're not support your boy, throw throw a dollar on the Patreon or five dollars on the Patreon. Make sure you just get on over to iTunes and help other people find it who may do that so we can keep this show rolling. All right.
But other than that, man, your boy is out. Peace. We'll be right back.